Welcome everyone to Merrimack College. Merrimack gets set to open up the second half of the season, uh, taking on the Denver Pioneers tonight. And uh, John Leahy speaking with Merrimack head coach Scott Borick. And Scott, uh, we begin the second half tonight. Uh, things I'm sure didn't go uh, the way you wanted it to record-wise. Uh, where would you assess the team midway through? Where is the team at and what have you liked? You know, it's a great question. I think we are, um, I mean, it's easy, people hear this all the time, but I really think we're a work in progress as a program right now, not just for this season. Uh, you know, we're trying to build a program, not just a team, and uh, we've had to go through some struggles this year, and it's been a... Um, it's been it was a disappointing record wise uh, thing, but I think we've sorted out. Uh, we're starting to sort out uh, the guys that are going to move us forward, and 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 we're starting to push them into places that they can help us win the games. Um, but I, you know, I would say the first half went um, fairly as expected. I I, I didn't um, go into the first half hoping to go undefeated or hoping to be twelve and four. I just wanted us to get better, and um, you know, really these in these next two games are about getting better too because. Our route to accomplish anything this year is going to be through the league, uh, and we have to try to do that You know, once we get to the second weekend of January. Um, so right now it's just about getting better and improving and trying to play a style that we can be successful with. Uh, I think we're getting closer to figuring that out. Well, last time out, Northeastern, uh, a couple of weeks ago, uh, you wound up losing 7-2. Really an even battle through 40 minutes, Scott, uh, but uh, things kind of came a little bit unraveled there in that third period. Well, you know what? I, I think that uh, hey, they have great sticks. They're a very good team. Um, you know, we, we have we got to play better in our own end uh, from the goal out, and and that's obvious. And um, you know, we're trying to do some things now since we've been back from break uh, the, to help you know improve that uh, part of our game. Um, and that's something that's still very much something we're trying to develop. Um, but I, you know, I thought for two periods, even for all three periods, if you look at other than the goal scored, the game was very even at times of the game. Um, that was a frustrating part times of the game. I thought we carried the play. I think we still ended up out shooting him at the end of the game. Not that shots matter much, but um, you know, chances were even in the game. So you know, they scored too easily, and, and we didn't capitalize on our goals and our, our opportunities as well as they did. And uh, we need to improve on that. Well, Scott, you know, an interesting point about uh, scheduling. That particular weekend, you guys played twice. Both the teams you played that weekend, Providence and, North, and Northeastern, both played once each. Uh, do you put any stock in the fatigue factor? Was it a factor, particularly in that third period Saturday night, that you had the extra game? Or, or maybe it doesn't matter uh, as much as we think it does. You know, I, I think that uh, it's an advantage in the first period because your team is sharper. Uh, and, it, you know, it, it can be a disadvantage in the third period. We play a lot. We play some guys a lot of minutes, uh, and they played a lot of minutes on Friday and, and probably struggled in the last 20 minutes of the of the weekend. But, you know, I think that those situations just, you got to play the schedule that's handed to you. And, you know, I never have talked still to this point with the team about that uh, relative to them playing one, us playing two. Um, but it is important. Like tonight, uh, Denver plays tomorrow, and we don't. So that gives us an opportunity to play some guys more minutes where they're trying to manage a six-period weekend. We're just managing a three-period weekend. And there is a little bit of a psychological advantage, I think, for your players because they, they know, uh, you know John Kovacevic, for instance, who averages over 24 minutes a game, he knows he doesn't have to save anything in the tank tonight. So uh, he's able to empty the tank better. So I almost feel like it's, it's more of an advantage um, when you're the team playing the team the first time because you don't have to worry about tomorrow. Um, but, you know, that, that can go either way. And I, you know, you see that all the time in, in the professional ranks as well. But uh, no, no excuses. We should have been better in the third, and and if we were, we would have had a better result. 
Well, Cole McBride, you know, we've talked about him. He's a guy that you got back a couple of games ago. He scored uh, in that game against Northeast, and that's some big hits. He continues, to, it seems as though he's getting consistently better. How much of a boost has he been uh, to have him back in that lineup? Well, I think it's really important that uh, when Cole plays physical, uh, he can be a real asset to our lineup. And, and I think that that, uh, I think he lost a little confidence out of Bemidji. He had a couple things happen. Uh, a couple of his, you know, plays that he would like back, but then a couple of bad bounces that I think put him in a position where he couldn't recover. And he lost a little confidence in a new coach. Um, I think he worries about my confidence in him a little bit. But since he's been back, I think he's had more of a, um, you know, um, assertive personality to his game, and that's what he needs to do. When he does that, because he can really skate, he can really shoot, uh, and when he and when he's assertive in his play, he can be very helpful to us. Another guy, uh, the freshman August von Unger and Sternberg, uh, Scott, he's got a few games under his belt now. He seems like he's fitting right in. And, you know, we get the sense that he's really going to be exciting to watch uh, with that dazzling speed. And, you know, we've talked about him as well. Yeah, no, he he's going to have a, a scoring chance in every game. I mean, you can't coach that speed. Uh, you know, literally, his the best thing about his speed is he's up to you know full throttle in two steps. Uh, very rare to have that kind of speed. But once he gets used to using it in the right ways, uh, gets more comfortable with his line mates, gets more comfortable with his game. I think he'll be really successful for us. I'm looking forward to his future. And tonight, you get a look at the Denver Pioneers. This is a team that Merrimack beat out in Colorado last year. They're perennially at the top of the country, Scott. Big test, a big draw here for Merrimack. What do you perceive as Denver's strengths? Uh, they're deep. They're really deep. Um, you know, watching them on video, I uh, saw them against North Dakota, and, I, and even the game they lost, I thought they dominated. Um, you know, I thought against Pro- their Providence games, Pro- it was they were pretty even. Uh, I would say they're similar to Providence in their depth. The one thing they do more aggressively than a lot of teams in our league is they forecheck hard. You know, they bring two guys, they hunt pucks, uh, they're relentless, um, and they have very good sticks. So uh, they're a really difficult opponent to come out of the break, but I'm excited about that. I told the guys we've made a little adjustments to our D-zone system. Uh, this is a great test to see if we're going to be able to do it. It will be one of the best teams we play all year. Um, you know, obviously the nice uh, niche with David Carl and Alex Carl. I actually recruited David Carl way back when, so I'm uh, very happy for him and impressed with his program and his team. Uh, it'll be a big test for us, but they're a very good offensive team. You can't let them get away from you. I'll touch on the Carl and Carl uh, in just a moment, but uh, you know, doesn't it speak to the testament of Denver's depth? Depth they, they've got uh, Mitchell won't be here; he's with the World Juniors. Stapley is out hurt, but you know they still bring a lot of depth. Uh, Lucas Savages is an outstanding player, and it really it, isn't it a real testament to their depth. They can uh, roll out guys like this, even with a uh, couple of guys out. Well, one of the, you really see it on their power play because they they play a one three one, but they play almost the whole lineup plays on the power play at different times. Whoever's fresh goes. Uh, they have they have twelve offensive players in their uh, forward group, uh, and they have four uh, offensive players in a defensive group. Mitchell's a great player, so that's a big uh, miss for them right there. Uh, but it's an opportunity for someone else in their lineup. And, and so their their depth um, that they've built there is really impressive, um, and it's a great challenge for us. You know, it's a great challenge to play against that. Uh, we don't have to beat them three times. just going to beat them once. So let's focus on the game in front of us. It's one game, um, and let's see what we can do, see if we can out-compete. You know, the one thing we can control that we haven't always controlled is who wins the compete battle. If we compete, compete harder than they do, it gives us a chance, um, and that's what we, our goal is tonight. 
Well, you touched on it a moment ago, Scott. Uh, some history, I guess, made tonight. We have Alex Carl uh, here from Merrimack, his uh, older brother David, uh, the head coach at Denver. David had a playing career cut short with a, with a physical ailment, but uh, really you don't get to see this too often, brother against brother, so it should be special. Yeah, it should, I think it's awesome. I don't know if it's ever happened. I mean, I'm sure probably it has, but I just um, you, know, you see a dad against his son sometimes, uh, but you really never see brother-brother. Uh, and and uh, it, it went as a coach and as a player, so uh, David's a, a great human being. Really, it's an unbelievable family, and um, you know. And Alex is, you know, I'm sure he's excited to compete against his brother. Um, you know, it's really, I, I couldn't be more happy for both of them and the, the opportunities they have tonight. And uh, Scott, we learned that Ethan DeStefani is no longer with the program. Uh, what details can you provide for us on that? Well, no, you know, Ethan hadn't played as much as he was hoping to play, uh, and he decided to, you know, look for other options. He's going to play in the USHL um, at Youngstown. This is, is his goal, and, and we're hopeful that that works out for him. Um, you know, he's a young guy, and so I think it just uh, is one of those cautionary tales where I think a young man maybe came to school too early. Uh, he's gone through an awful lot in his career. He had a very bad injury two years ago, um, and it really slowed down of what was a very promising uh, career. Uh, when he got here, uh, because of how we're trying to play, his ice time was was minimal, um, and he would have been successful if he had hung in. But I think he just wants to play more, and I, and I respect that. He's a very good young man, comes from a very good family, and um, they just felt that maybe taking another poke at junior hockey and then seeing it, putting himself in a different situation might be healthier for him. And we support him in that, and we wish him all the best. All right, uh, Scott. Uh, really quickly, uh, relative to tonight's game with Denver, what do you feel will be important for Merrimack tonight? Well, we, we need to reload. You know, we need to get back up ice defensively quicker than they transition. They got an excellent transitional team. Um, you'll know early if we're doing that, you know, and, and I think our team is realizing that, 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 you know, we just have to get back up the middle of the rink before they can turn the puck over and get back at us offensively and outnumber us. Um, another key that is always a key, but tonight even more so because of how good their offensive sticks are, we need to break the puck out clean. Uh, when we come out of the zone, it's really the key to any game with whoever you play, but if you come out of the zone, that means you're not spending as much time in the zone uh, and also means you're building rushes uh, when we don't have a lot of shots we're not getting a lot of offense it usually is coming from our breakout so we have to really focus on that we've done a lot of it since we've been back um, and I'm, I'm feeling more confident that we'll be more successful at it as we move forward uh, but that's an important part to tonight's game and to our future season all right scott great stuff uh, we appreciate your time as we always do monday colorado college will be here thanks for your time good luck Thanks, John. I really appreciate it, and have a great night. All right. He's Scott Borick, the head coach of the Merrimack Warriors men hockey team, and uh, Mike McNichol and I will be back with tonight's Dunkin' Donuts starting lineups next. You're listening to Merrimack Warrior Hockey on the Merrimack Radio Sports Network.